What is up everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com And today we are back with another edition of the betting show uh, As we look ahead to it, you know what, it's a pretty busy weekend in the world of mixed martial arts uh, Actually there is a big Bellator card on Friday night Big UFC card on uh, Saturday night, there's Invicta uh, in the middle of next week There is, I think there's an ACA card, there's a lot of different stuff going on this week and next week is also uh, a big uh, few weeks in the world of mixed martial arts obviously we had the uh, big UFC card last week now we'll we'll admit it, it wasn't a great week I, I, I was coming into here actually I, th- I thought I had no bets but I got one I managed I managed to pop one bet free from the the clutches of the uh, absolutely terrible weekend in, in betting I think most people had a terrible weekend in betting so that does make me feel a little bit better that uh, that my bets went down the swanee but um yeah so the bet that did hit was uh, Rachmanov uh, winning inside the distance. Obviously, he got the finish over Jeff Neal, minus 175, which I thought would have been a lot safer of a bet. It almost didn't happen. But uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we'll, we'll take that one. We'll take it where we can get it. And uh, that was definitely one that, um, you know, it, as I said, I thought it would be a safer bet. It ended up. Uh, it ended up being a, a, a very close one, four seventeen. I'm just looking here on on Sherdog of the uh, of the third round, so we we managed managed to get that one through. Uh, the other ones, Jones and Gagne, to go to the decision. Obviously, that didn't happen. It ended very quickly. I don't think many expected Gagne to actually wilt that easily. I know a lot of people were picking John Jones, picking him to finish, and I got that uh, hopelessly wrong. So um, yeah, fair play to everyone who had that. I just got him in by submission. <sighs> You know, half right. <laughs> I Jim Shinko, I had the submission just the wrong way around. Um, Bo Nickel as well, TKO, KO. He got the submission there as well. And then the Brunson KO, KO, uh, sorry, TKO, KO for plus 550 as a flyer. Almost. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not disgusted with the read on that flyer. If it was a straight up bet, I'd be a little bit different maybe. But, um, yeah, not a great week. Not a great week at all. But... We are exactly 50% on all the bets this year. 13 of 26 on the regular bets and in four of eight on the Flyers, which I'm definitely taking as a win because uh, the Flyers are hard to hit and to hit four of them in the first, uh, eight, I think, seven weeks is uh, is pretty good. And, um, you know, if I can keep it around 50%, I probably won't. Let's, let's be honest. But I would be very, very happy uh, happy with that. If I can keep... I, I, I'm aiming for 40% here. That's what that's my aim towards the end of the year, and that's probably, like, like not even realistic. But anyway, let's get into... Um, Let's get into the bets for this week because it's, as I said, an interesting week. Uh, I actually think the um, the Bellator card is is a lot more interesting than the uh, than the UFC card. Now maybe I'm a little bit biased considering I'm doing the, the Bellator previews and things, and I, I obviously did a good bit of study on that. But I, I do like this card an awful lot, and I'm going to concentrate um, the first two bets on that, and then I'm going to move move over to to the UFC, and then maybe back to Bellator as well again. But the first bet I'm going for um, is is a fight that I really really like but the more I think about this fight the more I think Alexander Shabley is going to beat Tafik Musayev now he is the favorite so the price is minus 145 there um so you know very even in terms of uh very even in terms of the betting I, I see a few different places have it a little bit further out, but minus 145 is the the most regular price here uh, in that fight now the reason I'm going for that is is Honestly, pretty simple. I think 
Shabley is the more straightforward fighter. And I think against a guy like Mosayev, you need to be a good, fundamental, straightforward fighter. And when I, I say the word straightforward, I almost literally mean the word straightforward. He's kind of a straightforward, jab you, punch you right down the middle type of fighter who is well able to take a shot, but also well able to take a shot to give a shot, if you get me. And his ability to go into that... Uh, I suppose middle realm of a fight or middle realm of like um, action, if you want to put it that way, and take shots from a guy like Musayev or people he's fought in the past is something we don't often see in MMA. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people credited Ian Gary even with doing that last week in the second and third rounds of his fight after getting hurt. That's the sort of thing Shabley will do. He will go forward. He will throw his hands in the way he throws them down the middle against a guy like uh, Masayev, who is himself very dangerous, who hits hard and is more, um, uh, well round is not the word, but is more varied than Shabley is. Um, but I think, like, you look at it. You can look at this fight in two ways. You can look at it. Say, will it be the variation of Musayev that will beat the kind of the, the straight up technical fighter, as I would call uh, Shabli, um, or will it be the other way around? Now, we can add in the wrestling and all of that as well, and that's a to me a big part of it, right? I think. I, and you know we'll see we'll see we'll see because both guys have good wrestling both guys have taken guys down uh you know Masayev, i think with the the patricky fight i think i was watching where he long periods of of that underground where he was winning there as well i think shabley will have the advantage in the wrestling and i think the striking will lead to that advantage in the wrestling as well and i think that just kind of gives him the edge because even if he doesn't have the edge on defeat which I, my prediction is he will I think the edge on the ground will be to him as well. So he'll either be losing on the feet and go to the ground or winning on the feet and go to the ground. And he often does that as well. You see a lot of people, they're winning on the feet and they keep it on the feet and they just, you know, get through to their victory doing it that way. And sometimes it can turn from doing that against a guy like Masayev, I think would be a little bit foolhardy because of how hard he is and how good he is. So, um, and I believe... If I'm not mistaken, because the, these uh, these all be like that, but this is this is five rounds. If I'm not if I'm not wrong, so I think that five round pace is a lot more even of a pace for a guy like Shabley than it is for um, for a guy like Musayev. Um and it is five rounds. Yeah, I'm just looking here on on uh, on best fight I I think it all plays into this being a Shabley win. To be honest. Now, as I said, close in the betting, a very even fight, a very, very good fight. I'm really looking forward to this. If you haven't seen my preview for the whole card, please check it out. I think it will be uh, it will be a good fight and a, and a good card in general, but um, I just like Shabley. I think as well, for Masayev, his style is such like a hard style to control that he has probably never faced a guy who can control it the way I think Shabley might be able to. And I spoke about this last week. I know which show it was, but he's 25 fights into his career. He came through, you know, uh, for, from Russia and he's fought some very good guys. He's fought in, you know, Fight Night Global against the likes of, uh, you, you know, uh, but even in Bellator, he's fought Alfie Davis and Bobby King, but he fought um, uh, Adriano Martins over in Fight Night Global and some other very, very good fighters as well on the way up. I think 
he has faced a lot of wild guys before, but it's very hard to face someone that maybe is technically good as Shabli, if you're looking at it from the other side, from Masayev. So who will be able to, to deal with that better? You know, <clears throat> he, he fought a few good guys, but I don't think on the level of Shabli and the way he can control a fight like that. So that's another main reason why I'm going for Shabli. As I said, I would not absolutely not rule Masayev out at all. The, 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 the nits I'm picking here are, are that. They're very, very small. There isn't... Anything I'm saying is just like a tiny little edge I see for Shabley. I think it'll be a very close even fight. I do think the the kind of the big hook and shots coming in from Masayev will be good. I'd be interested to see if Masayev can get a takedown. That's the one part I think maybe not. I think Shabley will have the advantage there. But if he can, that's a big turn for, for the fight as well. But you, if you place this bet and you're watching the fight, I'd be looking for the jab. The straight right, the backwards control from Shabley, and then a takedown after. And if he can do that, uh, I think this, uh, I think this price of minus one forty-five is a very, very, very good looking one. So, uh, with that, we will move on to bet two. And bet two, I'm going for MVP Michael Vinon Page at minus one thirty to beat uh, Goichi Yamauchi in Bellator as well. Um, it it's a fight that I think. When I think of this in my own mind, I think MVP should probably be a bigger favourite. Now, I'd say a lot of people out there listening to this will probably disagree with me, and let me know in the comment section below if you do, and let me know what bet you're making for this card. Um, I just think a guy like Yamauchi, his whole game is almost based on eventually getting control or getting a grip of someone. But, like, to do that, I don't think... It is based on, say, um, and how should I put this? I don't think it's based on maybe an athleticism that someone, let's say, like, let's say MVP was fighting a Colby Covington or an Usman or something like that. I think their athleticism to get inside, to actually close this and to get a takedown would be a big factor in not allowing MVP to kind of MVP to kind of coast the whole fight fighting the way he does and when I when I say coast I don't mean that in the you know he's not trying to to win or finish type of I mean like he's literally his style is kind of a coasting style if you want to put it that way I I think Yamauchi is a lot he's a little bit a little bit of a Gunnar Nelson sort of style in that he um holds his kind of place in the in the cage waits for someone else to make a mistake and then kind of pounces on that and gets we see in all the submissions he has an unbelievable amount of submissions you know he has in his career but that's usually where he gets someone now MVP apart from the Lima one which was a little bit different that was a very opportunistic big shot no I that could I could see that happening in one two rounds but he has to do it for well, it's a three-round fight, but he has to do it for two rounds. He has to do it twice in the fight, at least, and probably more, because MVP is actually pretty good on the ground. Like, look at MVP against Logan Storley. I, uh, in my opinion, he won the fight, but even if you think he lost the fight, like, Storley didn't dominate him in any way. He wasn't able to get any shots off. He wasn't able to get any submissions going. Now, Yamuchi is obviously very good and way better at submissions than Logan Storley is, but I do think if MVP gets to... Uh, look, if MVP gets the fight to the ground, I don't think it's fight over. If Yamuchi can't get the fight to the ground, I think it is fight over because MVP will win that and he'll probably win a, he, look, he might get the knockout but he'll probably win a decision if he doesn't and he'll definitely win a decision if he doesn't. So, I just I just think a pro a proactive is the word I should have used earlier on rather than athletic but athleticism is part of it but I think a proactive takedown artist would be better against MVP 
than a one where it kind of uh, it has to um, let itself appear. Now, and proactive at making something appear is different than letting something appear if you get me because like you don't want to rush takeouts or anything like that either against a guy like MVP but to kind of set him up to put lay traps to get him into places I don't think like I always thought that was an issue with Gunnar Nelson because so, so good on the ground but not great takedowns not great at laying the traps and getting it there against a higher level guy and I think Yamuchi is a similar sort of problem at the very highest level now it's not been a problem for him for like 99% of his career, but he hasn't fought. Like, no one's like MVP, let's be honest. There's a reason he's up there behind me on my wall over there. Uh, no one's like him. He's such a talented, different sort of fighter that you have to fight a different sort of way. And now maybe maybe Yamuchi will fight a different sort of way when he's fighting him. And maybe what I'm saying here is, yeah, okay, we've seen that in the past, but that's not what we're going to see here interesting we let's see how that works out but i'm talking about what we have seen in the past i'm talking about betting on it and when it's you know i'm looking at mvp in one place here he's minus 120 you know i, I wonder let's look where the line has moved from you know um it's it's not coming up here to, oh no he's sorry he started off at minus 175 i actually see just as i click it now he's into minus uh, 127 here on the the mean line so if he keeps coming further in, this this could be a fight where he might end up minus one fifteen. Maybe by the time you're even listening to this, after my my great guy uh, John Brannigan does a bit of editing on it, um, I think that's a great price and MVP. I just I just find it very hard to see Yamauchi. First of all, just taking him down once, but I didn't think I didn't think taking him down multiple times. I find it very hard to see it, honestly, because MVP is one of the best fighters in the world at not giving you opportunities to catch him and not just catch him in a submission. I mean, like literally catch him, <laughs> you know, he's the, he'd be the best TIG player in the world. <laughs> I, I wonder, is that an Irish thing? What, what's it called? And what's it called in America? I don't know. Tag? Is it called Tag in America? Tag, yeah. Tag, is that it? Maybe. Uh, but there was a film called Tag. Yeah, it is called Tag in America. So, yeah. he That's that's what MVP is. He doesn't get tagged. You know, simple as that. He doesn't get taken down that often. And uh, I think he'd win the fight by being elusive. And uh, minus 130 straight up bet. I really like that. Really like that. Right. Uh, the next spelling offer is I'm going to the UFC and I'm going to the main event. And... Um, Honestly, I thought this might be a bit of a bigger price, but I'm going for it anyway. Uh, and it's Perian to win by TKO KO at plus two two five against Marab Jashvili. Um, I have two big reasons for for giving this bet. One, uh, and I have great respect for for Marab and Ray Longo and his whole team. And I think the the level he's gotten to has been absolutely fantastic. The level they've gotten him to has been fantastic. I think he's a little bit overrated. Uh, and I don't like saying that. I don't like saying that about anyone. But I just... I don't think as he is as good as the stats maybe show. Like, that Jose Aldo fight was an all-time bad fight. I, I always look at the stats and see a guy... Oh, he's had the most takedowns in UFC history in a round or in a fight or whatever. That means you aren't able to hold a guy down. That means you aren't able to land strikes on the ground. That means you aren't able to finish him or submit him. You know, that... That to me is a very backwards type of positive um, uh, stat. I think it's actually a negative stat more than anything else because we know how judging works as well. That's the type of thing that is um, not uh, not going to score you much either, especially against a guy like Yan. Now, the other part of it is 
I think Jan is probably at this stage of his career a little bit underrated because he's had a terrible year. Um, I think he won a lot of people's biggest disappointment to 2022, but he's still a damn good fighter. A damn, damn, damn good fighter. He can... We've seen him in the past against Magomed Magomedov dealing with wrestlers. He's well able to deal with wrestlers. We know how good his striking is. We know how good his cardio is. We know how good his all-around game is. And now he doesn't have that belt anymore and he has a point to prove. You know, we're in the midst now of, I think there's five big bantamweight fights coming up in the next while. Now, maybe not all big, big fights, but there's a title fight, this one, and Sandhagen versus Cheeto, which are the three big ones. And there's a couple more coming up as well. This is going to be a challenge. Who who impresses the most? And for Jan, he is extra impressing to do because he not only has to win this, he definitely has to win another fight before he gets near the title again, and maybe two. So if you lose this one, it's a big, big, big step back. And I think you don't have to only win it, you have to win it impressively. This is a massive fight for Jan. Now, with that all said, I do think it's also like a massive favorable <laughs> matchup for Jan. Um... As I said, he has faced a guy like Magomed Magomedov before, who, in my opinion, is is a better wrestler than Marab Jashvili. Um, he's a damn sight better striker, is better Yan than Jashvili. Um, he has big power. He's five rounds as well. Can Jashvili land uh, last for five rounds with Yan on the feet? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I do think Jan will land big shots. I think he will hurt him, bloody him. And uh, look, the f- if this was three rounds, maybe. But the fact it's five rounds, I think it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be a finish. Now, the, the bookies disagree with me. The bookies do d- disagree with me. They, they fancy the over uh, four and a half rounds. They fancy uh, it to go to a decision and not go to a decision. But I don't. I fancy Yan to get the finish. I fancy Yan to be dominant here. Maybe an, an even round, maybe an even two rounds. But remember what Yan was like before. It's easy to just remember the last couple of fights and all that. But remember Yan, like, okay, he gave Jose Aldo a bit of a chance and a chance and a chance. And then bang, 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 bang. And by the time the fourth and fifth round comes in, what was that, the fourth round, but by the time they come in his fights, he is, he's, you know, taking the pieces out of you to, to help you out of the cage. He's destroying you. And uh, that's what I foresee here. I foresee a destruction. I really do. And I never, uh, people listen to this show every week, I, I'd never go that strong. And I'm, okay, I might be wrong, we'll see. We'll, look, we'll see. I'll come back here and look like a fool next week, but... That's what I foresee in this one, and I think it's a great price. Uh, well, I I I said at the start, I, I think it. I thought it'd be higher because I thought Marab Jashvili was more highly rated, but maybe more people are thinking along my lines. To be honest, but plus two to five, I still think is a great price. So we're we're backing that one here. Right, um, back to Bellator, and I'm going for the main event here, and I'm going for Usman or Megamadov to win a decision over Benson Henderson at plus 160. Now, I've talked about this ad nauseum now over on the previous show, so I won't, I won't get into it uh, absolutely loads here. If you want to hear more analysis on that, please go over there and listen to it. But um, I said on that that I think Nurmagomedov maybe needs to prove a point a little bit and maybe needs to try to up the pace here and not necessarily even... Uh, a finish, uh, Benson, but put on kind of a, a show against him, possibly. Now, there's a big part of that is this is the tournament. 
do you want to be getting yourself injured if you can win the fight, if you can win it uh, maybe more easily? You know, let's let's do it that way, I think, which is a thing that I think Usman Magomedov, the way he controls his fights so well, I think it's something he can do. But we leave that to a side for a second. I think you have to look at Vincent Henderson and I think you have to kind of respect what that man has done throughout his career. Like, you look at the, the losses in his career and, okay, he's been finished four times, but he's fought at a very, very, very high level and his 11 losses, seven of them, have been by um, by decision. His last uh, his last two against Bryn Primus, Jason Jackson, both by decision. Okay, the Michael Chandler one was uh, was a knockout in the, uh, in the first round. The two before that, both decisions as well. The three before that, even uh, decisions. And the last, uh, the last knockout before that was Dos Anjos back in 2014. So it's nearly nine years, and he's only had you know one finish loss. Um, I, that's the type of fighter Vincent Henderson is. I was only live watching him a few months ago, and you can just see like the quality in him. A very athletic guy, a very well-rounded guy. And for Usman Nurmagomedov. I don't think he is the type, and, and we've seen it especially in his last couple of fights, he is not the type to take anyone lightly. He will give the full amount of respect everyone deserves, and I think he will be preparing for the best Benson Henderson we've ever seen. And I think that will lead um, tactically to a very tactical tactics board from from enough of the word tactic there maybe but you get what I mean like I I think he will fight a more tactical fight I think this isn't the case of you know even like Jan where he can up the pace up the pace up the pace I do think if he's winning rounds two rounds one two three I think he will keep doing the same thing and win round four and five if you get me um plus Benson is the type of guy as well who's a professional you know if he knows he is um, behind. If he knows he is losing, he's not the type of guy who will do something stupid and get knocked out. You know, he was the type of guy, okay, he'll try to turn things around. He'll never give up or anything like that. But he's also the type of guy who's not going to put his health at risk just to prove a point, if you get me. And that that came out really bad there. That sounds like a, I'm saying Vincent Henderson will basically give, give up. And I don't mean that at all. Like, I think he will try to win the fight in a safe way if he is behind. Um, but that will, I think, lead to an Usman Nurmagomedov decision. And everything I see in this fight, uh, I think Usman will get takedowns. I think Benson will defend well. I think Usman will win the striking, but Benson will defend well. I think Usman, Usman Nurmagomedov will hit him. But I don't think Benson will get knocked out. I don't think Benson will get submitted. I, I, I really do. And, and I'm, he's 39 years of age, maybe maybe not. But I really do think this has decision written all over it. I do think this is a, a, an Usman or Magomedov win written all over it. And a plus 160 to win by decision. I like that. I like that an awful lot. Um, so to the flyer. Now, I actually found it really hard to pick out a flyer this week. Really hard because I've, I've obviously picked both main events here and I've picked one you know one decision one TKO so I'm kind of picking flyery type of bets anyway but the the bet I've gone for for the flyer is Moldovsky to win by submission at plus 650 over Linton Vassal now I went back and I watched their fight if anyone's listened to the previous show already they'll, they'll have known that um, and it was fought, fought out predominantly on the ground you know there was uh well not predominantly is probably the wrong word uh the, the majority of the fight was was fought on the ground long periods uh, on the ground and 
Moldovsky won that. He got on top. He he landed some shots. Um, you know, he was in positions where maybe you could say if he is looking for a finish in the future, he would possibly, you know, get the back or go for the rear naked choke or maybe the Kimura or something like that. You know, in heavyweights, the, the Kimuras are a big thing. You know, he hasn't the biggest submission record in the world. You know, kind of just less than 30% of his wins have been uh, have been by submission. And out of the uh, the eight losses for Linton Vassell, he has only been submitted once. So, you know, it is, it is a genuine flyer here uh, in this one. Now, he's around the same time as uh, Vincent Henderson was, was submitted as well. So, it, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, hands up, I was struggling for a flyer here. And that fight just kind of stuck out to me, though, because, like, I do feel, and this this is a part of it as well. I feel that fight uh, happened a lot, obviously on the ground. I think if this fight for the second time happens a lot on the ground, there might be the I fought him once before. I went back and watched a tape. Here is kind of what I missed. Here's maybe where I'll be able to take advantage of it. And there's another thing as well. This might play into it as much, but I was at Bellator last week and I asked Scott Coker about the heavyweight championship and like who's fighting next you know Bader just fought Fedor um the Steve Mowry fight uh, against uh, Ali Asiev was a uh, draw so a, a, a contender didn't emerge there and he basically said he didn't even say Vassell Moldovsky I think he said Moldovsky so I think if you are Moldovsky you, look you're going out to win the fight anyway but I think you're going out to make a statement here get the finish and get that title fight and get back in there against um, against Bader again. You know, the, the first time they fought was obviously uh, back in 2022 and Bader won that by decision. It's, uh, it's a big fight for him. It's a big fight for him here. He had that no contest, a weird fight against Steve Murray last time out as well. Like, it'd be very easy for... Bellator to pass it up and give maybe even Maori the fight coming off of that draw if there isn't something impressive here so that's another part of it it might play into it but as I said this is a flyer plus 650 for the submission because the fight I think will be a lot on the ground there you go right let's look at uh, look at some of the other bets so from uh, from the weekend as I said uh, ACA is on this weekend there's some Look, there's some interesting names uh, out there. You know, Chris Honeycutt, who was uh, fighting in America not too long ago. He's on that card. Uh, and and a few more as well uh, on it. Aries have a card this weekend. Uh, Damien Lapalus is one of their stars. He is a minus 270 over Marco Beltran uh, over in uh, in that fight. So I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing maybe the, uh, an interesting fight as well between uh, Abraham Mane and Leonardo Domini. They're both minus 115. I I, I, was, I like Domini. I've seen him fight a good few times. I think he's a very good fighter. So maybe he would be the one I would go for there. And then to Bellator, um, Vincent Henderson and Saeed straight up. This was another part of why I gave this bet because the straight up betting in this one is plus one thousand to minus two thousand uh, for uh, Vincent, obviously the, the underdog there massively, which is ooh, I saw I, I think a couple of lads in the short dog chat were kind of saying you know Vincent at a plus one thousand that's maybe not a bad flyer in itself. You never know, you just never know in MMA. Uh, the over is plus one twenty, uh, a four and a half round. So they do favor it to go along here. Um, the fight to go to a um, a decision is the better. It is uh, plus 
145 to go to a decision minus 175 it doesn't go to a decision so I'm a bit surprised with that one to be honest um, straight up betting in Shabley as I said minus 145 plus 115 if you fancy either of them to get a finish Masayev uh, to get to KO plus 165 um, plus one, uh, 350 for Shabley but Shabley on the ground to get submissions plus 600 Masayev plus 2000 so you know the the knockout for uh, Masayev is what they're favouring there but I do think the wrestling of Shabley will play a big part um, not plus 350 mightn't look like a, uh, too bad of a price as well if you can get the fight to the ground and maybe a little bit of ground and pound in there as well we talked about the MVP price straight up price for Moldovsky and uh, Vasellas. Uh, minus 325 for Moldovsky and plus 250 for Vassell. I'm definitely going for Moldovsky on that one. An interesting fight as well. Caspell against Josh Hill. Josh Hill, a big favourite. Minus 426 plus 326 for Caspell. Caspell's a good fighter. If he shows up, I think he has a chance there. I, I do think Josh Hill is a favourite, but too big of a favourite there for me. Um, I love the fight between Enrique Brazola and Chris, uh, sorry, and Eric Perez. Uh, minus 275, I think, is a, is a dead cert for Barzola. I think that's, honestly, minus 275, okay, it's not nearly 3, three to 1 on. I think that's a good price for him. I like Barzola, TKO, KO even, plus 750. I like that an awful lot. Barzola, to get the decision maybe is, uh, what, minus 150. They do fancy the decision, maybe that. But if you're looking for a flyer, Oh, I like that. You know, maybe, maybe my, I found my fire too late, I think, lads. I, I didn't see it earlier. I found it too late. Uh, the Yashimura versus Anglicus fight as well. Very close fight. Just about evens there. Uh, there's a, there actually is, is split favourites here in different places. Yashimurdov is the underdog. Minus, uh, sorry, plus one or two. Minus 132 for Anglicus here. Um... I'd nearly go for the Yashimurdov at that price, honestly. I... I, I, I He's another guy. If he shows up, he's a very good fighter. And Gliskis is a guy I'm not sure if it's going to click for him ever, to be honest. But if it does, he's a very good athlete. Uh, I think the winner that could fight Carl Moore as well, so we'll, we'll see in that one. Um, there's an LFA card as well this weekend, just throwing that out there. Uh, I'm sure our, our American people will, will know all the bets for that one. There's a PFL Challenger Series as well uh, coming up this weekend. Imba Kasanganai is on that card. He's a big favourite over Osama LCD. Um, yeah, so interested to see how that one goes there. Then the UFC card, uh, Krilov and Span, the rematch. I think it's £215. The favourite there is Krilov. Again, I think I gave Span a couple of weeks ago. As one of my bets, I didn't give him this time. I kind of, I, I, I don't like when uh, there's a fight that doesn't happen and it happens a couple of weeks later. You don't know who's fit. You don't know who is well prepared. You don't know who it's going to work for. I try, tend to avoid those. But anyway, Span, minus 146. I'd probably go for him in there. Uh, we talked about Yan and Dashvili, obviously, in depth. Volkov and uh, Romanov, interesting fight. Romanov is the favourite, minus uh, 154. Volkov, plus 134. I'm just not sure really where Volkov is in his career at the moment. Um, maybe with the new champion and all of that, he could make a run. Maybe it gives him impetus. He's, you know, tall guys who've heard John Jones before. But, yeah, um, I think that betting is just about right there. I think Romanov just about deserves to be favourite. I'm a big fan. Everyone knows Saeed Magomedov. He is minus 246 over Jonathan Martinez. I think that price, uh, possibly a little bit lower there, if we're being honest. Uh, Lingo and Ra- Hamas as well. Hamas is the favourite, a big favourite there. I think he will win that one. Uh, and a few more fights. As well. 
someone I was going to give Lipsky and Aldrich so this fight Aldrich is a big favourite here minus 360 plus 285 for Lipsky again there's a few fighters I said this about today but if Lipsky turns up she can beat most people in the world in her division but she just since she's came over for KSW since she's gone to the UFC it just hasn't clicked for her just hasn't gone her way and I'm honestly not sure now if it ever will but I think she has a physical advantage over JJ Aldrich in speed maybe in power even when it's the wrestling could be an issue the takedowns could be an issue the submissions as well could be an issue maybe Aldrich what's the price of Aldrich by submission plus 900 oh now there's a flyer for you plus 900 to get the submission there but uh look I think the bookies think that one is going to uh is going to go to a decision and and they're, they're likely right but you know if you just want to bet on Lipsky to show up Maybe, maybe this is the one. Let's see what price Lipsky to win by decision is. Uh, plus 300, yes. And not a massive price there. You might as well just back her straight up. So that's the one I keep an eye on. That's the one I definitely keep an eye on. Uh, I was surprised to see Davy Grant as a favourite over Rafael Asun. So now, Davy Grant, a very good fighter, Asun. So maybe not what he once was. That's another flip of a kind fight. I probably, I don't know, I probably just go for Asunso on that one as well, but um, good fight. And the Tyson Nam, uh, Bruno Silva fight as well. Nam is the uh, underdog in that one. Tony Gravely is also the underdog against Victor Henry. I think that'll be a real um, push against the cage. Just tough start to match up there. Um, and uh, do you know what I'll go for? I'll go for uh, my guy, uh, Tony Gravely, in that one. So we leave it there. Uh, those are your bets for the weekend. I'll just recap my five bets again. Alexander Shipley over in Bellator. Minus 145. Michael Vinham Page at minus 130 to beat Goyuchi Yamauchi. I have Perian to beat Josh Philly by knockout plus 225. And then I have Usman Magamalov to win by decision plus 160. And my flyer of the week, Moldovsky to submit Vassell at plus 650 after beating him a couple of years ago by decision. But I think he had the submission this time. Or will he? Who knows? Anyway. I will leave it there. Thank you to everybody for listening. I appreciate all the support. Let me know your bet in the comments section below. We leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com and I'll see you all next time.